Bottom line up front, cold outreach is actually still very valuable in today's marketing world. And we start talking about it in detail around minute five. But if you need to get to the three minutes that matter most in this episode, go to minute 11 through 14. Stick around, though, because there's a whole list of tools that you can get access to with directions at the end of the episode. Hi there, Steve here. Welcome to 15 Minute CMO. Joining me today is Guillaume Bardet. He's the CMO of Testimonial.to, where they solve that Herculean task of collecting testimonials, not only from your users and on your behalf, but packaging them up and making them useful for you. Now, more than that, he's a former community manager from AppSumo and a 3X co-founder. And today, he and I are going to be talking about outreach. Now, we're going to be talking about the warm kind, and a little bit towards the end, we're going to cover a little bit around the cold kind. So this is a task that some people, I don't want to say look down on, but it's uh, not usually a marketer's favorite thing to do, even though it's wildly successful when done correctly. But I'm not the expert on it. Guillaume is. Guillaume, thank you for joining me today. Of course, Steve. Thank you very much for having me on. Excited to be on your podcast. And I'm excited to see the material that you prepared for us. Now, those who are listening, uh, as they traditionally are, we've actually got some visual components to this. It's a, a short deck that um, Guillaume has uh, actually delivered previously at SAS Open. So if you didn't get a chance to check it out there, you've got a better, more focused version of it here. But uh, for those who are listening as opposed to watching, uh, we're going to do our absolute best to make sure you can understand what we're looking at on the screen. Uh, I did like how the title had the component around growing past a million ARR because I feel like I, we encounter a lot of folks who are willing to start giving advice uh, you know, once they're already at the five million or ten million dollar ARR route, and it's like a lot of a lot of companies, a lot of people are still working towards that. Uh, so I appreciate it. Um, let me get out of your way, though, please. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you know, they, I saw a lot of people that had you know much bigger goals. It's like uh, reaching one hundred million and twenty million and this and that. And Love it. you know, we're a little bit earlier on, and so it's nice to share some of what we're learning, getting to the one million instead of talking about everything mm -hmm. past that. So in, uh, we're, it, it's nice. And uh, uh, Damon was actually the one who suggested the specific topic. It was a great choice. Okay, so we'll start with the event-based emails. So something that we did was simply setting up, you know, a lot of people do that. It's the onboarding flow. But we went a little bit further and we also implemented the churn salvage offer, which is when somebody churns, you can send them specific offers for them. Reactivations campaign that you can automate a couple months down the road. And then even credits and limits. So whenever they reach a certain amount of video testimonials and stuff like that, then we can actually send them, you know, a custom email for that. And obviously, there's a lot to test and improve there. Yeah. Now, this is definitely a, a bread and butter of some marketing departments world, right? Event-based emailing, onboarding, churn, reactivation, credit, testing, improving. So uh, just setting the stage uh, for folks. This is... It's uh, very interesting topic to be getting into. Yeah, you know, and it's it's one that actually drives a lot of result. You just kind of have to set it up once, and then it, it really drives a lot of impact. So it's it's really worth putting the time to just set it up and kind of forget, and then you can optimize it over time and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. then we have a, a Slack channel with Damon where he pretty much drops all the new product updates like this one here. 
and then it makes it easy for me to create a monthly update. So for example, just this month, we announced the, just this morning, we sent out the, the one for April and that included the TikTok uh, integration. So, you know, it's, it makes it easy. We can put it together and people get to see all the features that have been shipped throughout the month. It's actually driving a, a good amount of conversions. Damon receives replies and a lot of, of it is, you know, we finally shipped that one feature people have been wanting to, so they upgrade to a different plan and this sort of stuff. So it's, it's one that uh, users have been appreciating. This is a situation where, so Damon's your CEO. Yes, that's correct? right. And so, and Damon, so Damon's dropping as a subject matter expert, which marketers rely on in the company Slack channel or even a community Slack channel, updates that are going on. And then you're able to repackage those in the different channels where new customers and current customers aggregate. I'm seeing uh, like Twitter check marks, so there's certainly that, and I believe maybe an Im uh, email template exactly. as well. Um, so the repurposing of subject matter expert content flows nicely with the uh, sort of best practices in the marketing world. Yeah, and, and you know, and the, something else too is that we use that same Slack channel pretty much. I use it myself as the CMO to pretty much find the content that I should be sharing online, like different product updates and stuff like that. So it makes it kind of easy, you know, it's like this entire channel where I can just skim through what's new on the product. Love and it. so then when it comes to reaching out to the users, we have a different spreadsheets that we use and we full-on customize the outreach depending on the what they have on their website currently. Some have social proof, some don't have any, some have just a couple of testimonials and some have an entire wall of love. So we try to customize the emails that we send out to them by having somebody that goes through each website and you know checks different reviews pages and stuff like that. So that covers when it comes to the warm outreach. But now we're gonna get into the most exciting side of it for me, which, cause I've been doing it for a long time and sending thousands and thousands of DMs. And it's actually how I started working at AppSumo, for example, and even started working with Damon was, you know, by sending cold DMs, staying in contact with them and helping them when I can. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. we uh, we send out different um, we schedule them on and every 15 minutes we pretty much send out a different messages regarding um, when somebody is launching on product and we since we have a fetching tool to create a wall of love for them we pretty much reach out to them on Twitter and see if they need any help to create social proof for their website to help them convert better f from the launch or after the launch so let me make sure I understand that cadence though uh, you're sending DMs direct messages 15 minutes apart to the same target or to a different yeah, set so of targets? Uh, so let's say, for example, we go through product and launches and so we, you know, find a couple of people that will be good to work with. And then we uh, schedule the, uh, the DMs 15 minutes apart just because there is about a 13 to 15 sending limit per hour if you don't want to get uh, pretty mm. much flagged. So we do it like that Got every it. 15 minutes apart. So it's keeping it, uh, keeping us squared away from the spam filter. So from a, a technical perspective, <clears throat> you're breaking them up so that messages get through similar to any way HubSpot or MailChimp or anybody would deliver things to an email. But to be clear, if Steve's company makes it to the top of Product Hunt, which isn't going to happen, but if it, <laughs> if it happened to me, you wouldn't be sending me a DM, DM every 15 minutes. No, of minutes, course. But rather... Yeah, so okay, it would be, okay. you know... Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's inundation. <laughs> yeah, so right it would be like the first five <laughs> so. people that launch on product, the, the top five of the day, for example, we can send them a DM five, uh, 15 minutes apart each instead of having it all sent out within the five minutes. 
which I think would make a lot of sense for the product that you're, you're working with here and for those who are listening that um, <clears throat> are thinking about how they might uh, lift and shift some of these uh, techniques to their market, to their deliverable, certainly be mindful of who you're messaging, how many of them there are. The people who hit the top of Product Hunt expect, not expect, but are going to get hundreds of emails and messages the same way that anyone who's ever announced a funding package suddenly everybody who can ever perform a service is in your inbox and as a marketer and as a brand you'll be mindful of uh you know who you would talk to what you would say to them but yeah the direct message component i think is something that's valuable to be listening yeah that's right and then something else that i think is interesting too is to keep in mind how valuable your outreach is you know because there we're providing them with social proof that will help them convert better and we've worked with different companies that are similar to them like mixed panel and superhuman that are included in the message. So, you know, it, I wouldn't just try to send uh, DMs to anybody launching on product. And it would, I would definitely recommend it to be, for example, s- s- different markets that really fit what you're doing, for example. Got it. So then moving on would be the pretty much making sure that your message looks as clean as possible when you're actually sending it out. So something that we do is we try to keep it very simple with a high first name and then the waving emoji and then we get onto the message it's keeping it pretty clean and it looks great in the um, in the inbox you definitely don't want to include something like links or images because it will show as uh, it would actually show that you're sending a link it won't even show the preview of your message so you know it will just really decrease the amount of people actually opening your dm and then something else to keep in mind is on twitter specifically for example it will show your f- you know, the, f- the people that you guys have in common. So the thing with that is if you have a clean first uh, intro to your message and a couple of people in common, you're very, very likely to get a reply. So those little details do add up and matter over time. Certainly. So then we use a different Chrome extension like a Hivemark that make it pretty easy to filter through different uh, people and have an idea of what communities they're involved in. So for example, for Damon, when you go on his profile and you have the Hivemark extension installed, it will tell you that he's uh, in the Hindi hackers community and no code. So then you can actually even just click on those and then find other relevant people within those uh, industry. And they pretty much cover a whole bunch. It's you could go on the website. There's like a list of hundreds of different communities. Hmm. So then, uh, when it comes to actually finding good leads on Twitter and active leads on Twitter, there's kind of this new format going around, which is asking for a reply on the topic. So, for example, here Sean is asking who lives in the SF Bay Area, and to reply with this emoji, um, the pirate-looking emoji in this case. Sometimes it's just a wave. Sometimes it's the name of the product. And there it's Mm -hmm. giving us a thousand leads that are in the Bay Area. But the best part is it's people that commented March pretty much as soon as that comment, uh, that tweet was sent out. So what happens is all those people are currently active on Twitter. So it it makes it even better to find people that actually reply to your DM that way. Because, you know, if you just go to somebody's followers, for example, these a lot of them are not actually active these days. So that if you go about it like that and then you kind of contact them within the first two to three days, you, you really increase your chance of getting a reply. Mainly if you add the, the yeah. previous details that I just mentioned, that there you're really, really increasing your chances. Now, so a couple questions yeah, on this, of course. because I'll be honest with you, I'm not the most active on, in the Twitter community. 
Um, but what I'm hearing here, it, it's actually, it seems to have several corollaries, at least on LinkedIn as well. And that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. It means it's a, it means it's a strategy that can move, but really, so it, this is sort of uh, this is like a location based confirmation. Um, so if you've got an ideal client profile, certainly in the B to C space, uh, if you've gotten, if you're in the B to B space, you're probably using more company demographic and decision maker, uh, client psychographics. In this case here, what this question, you know, who's still in the area or who's still in San Francisco? We actually don't know where uh, this poster lives. They're just asking <laughs> yeah. in the San Francisco Bay area and you're getting uh, recent confirmation. Exactly. Basically. Um, I can, I've, I've uh, had conversations with friends, colleagues, peers, um, you know, sort of new freelancers, new uh, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs in I mean, it, it, we're up in the dozens or hundreds of those conversations now. And usually the first ones that people ask me is like, well, where do I find clients? Mm -hmm. How do I find clients? And I think the first component of that is actually talking to people. And so if anyone out there is listening and thinking, man, this feels a little bit gimmicky, um, the answer is it's not gimmicky. It's actually, I feel like it's just simple. Who's in the area? Like, you know, if I, if I want to open up a bakery, well, I'm only going to be selling baked goods to the people who live in this particular neighborhood, exactly. maybe that city. Uh, I'm, I want to know who's active. And so, and this is a mechanism that you can use to say, look, saw that you're in the area, saw that you're part of this group in baking goods or a love for, uh, you know, pie. I'd love to send you an offer to my shop that's opening next Friday. Something yeah, exactly. Like and this exact format that we're looking to anybody looking at the video format right now, it's, it's, it's being used with a lot of different things. For example, there's people posting notion templates as an example, and you reply to receive the content. Mm or a course, and mm -hmm. then you, re you reply to receive the course. So if you have a course in a mm -hmm. similar niche, then you can potentially reach out to those people. Or if you have a product related to outreach and you're that was a, about an outreach system, then you can re contact those people. So it can be applied in a lot of different ways. And just like you mentioned too, that can kind of go and move on to uh, LinkedIn or different platforms by pretty much the main point would be to catch them while they're warm and while they're on the platform and kind of mention something and you're aware that they're interested in what you're kind of building or working on. Every website has an opportunity for visitors to raise their hand and say, I'm interested in this white paper, this course, this download, this infographic, this is moving it one step closer to them. It's, it's now in a social media platform on their phone instead of exactly. on their Love it. All cool. right, so then uh, that covers pretty much the Twitter side of things. So you, you can always reach out to me if you have any questions. I'll be happy to help. And so then we... C and his contact info is in the description. <laughs> Thank you very much. And uh, <laughs> so then uh, something that we've been doing that's uh, actually getting very positive response has been setting up a very simple Slack automation with HubSpot that every time that we get a new sign up, it tells us the LinkedIn of that person or the company in some cases. And so then we can reach out to them and try to pretty much put a face behind the brand. So we can ask them if they have uh, any questions or if they would like to schedule a demo. So we've received a lot of um, demo booked that way, but also a lot of just positive conversations in general. People just, you know, sometimes you don't actually need a demo call. You just have one question. But the email format, not that we're against it. Obviously, we're using it a lot ourselves, but it's actually just putting a face behind the brand a little bit. And it's it's. A lot of people are actually even asking how we're doing it ourselves just because they appreciated the little bit of effort that we put into it. So that's something I recommend setting up. It's very simple to do. 
and then once it's there you you know people would want you to automate it 100 but i think you know it, it's taking me five minutes every morning to just go through the signups and connect with them so it's not that time consuming and it's working just fine it's helping us avoid mistakes too yeah it's a it's a process as opposed to an automation and the process is really valuable and i think too what i loved about this and you've you've shown and we've talked about a little bit throughout the entire episode here has been like there's a balance between uh personalization and scale and it's very difficult to hit and it will absolutely depend on the value of the message mm -hmm. that you're delivering like you said the value of your content the means and the mechanism right you know yeah. you're not going to have any quality connection on twitter if you include a link in that message because it's the the machine hides it from you whereas in this particular case you've got a great um slack and hubspot automation that works together to personalize uh like you said your morning outreach in a way that does uh, that that is as personalized as it it feels as personalized as it is so uh love it Hey, sorry for the break from the typical show uh, cadence and sign off here, but Guillaume and I just got into like a five minute sidetrack on the multitude of the tools he uses. I mean, like what each one does, what their name is, how he leverages them to get everything done that he described here today. It was too much to include in the episode, but I know it'll be of value. So if you're interested in that list, there are no affiliate links. There's no sponsorship or anything like that related to it. But go to the link in the description of this episode. It's for my monthly substack. It's called Marketing Mar Marketing Microdose, little cheeky upfront expand your mind title, um, where I'm going to just include all of that information. Again, there's no sponsorship here. Nobody's making money off of it. It's just a really valuable list of tools that you can try out and maybe you'll find a lot of value in. Um, I hope to see you there. All right, back into it. Thank you for being on the show. We really do appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to uh, hearing about what you're working on next. Of course. Thank you very much for having me on, Steve. It was a pleasure. And I hope uh, people got to learn a little something out of it.